0: Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education Conversations. Abug, welcome to our guest, Dr. Natalie DeToyt. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. DeToyt. Hi. um,
1: Thank you very much, Patricia. It's Melinda. (laughs) I can't swim (laughs) to. So I'm Uh, not Natalie, I'm Melinda you Melinda? Okay. Amanda, what have you done? Amanda said
0: Natalie Detroit and you're Melinda. So clearly this conversation is needed because in the studio I've got a producer who's as bad as I am, right? Clearly we've got some subtle disabilities or disorders that, that are undetected. How are you doing, Melinda?
1: I'm doing very, very well, Patricia, and thank you for having me and um a good evening to the listeners um you know that natalie is our champion in the water and i I cannot swim (laughs) well but thanks for the compliment (laughs) anyhow
0: look you are going to help us swim through this conversation though because i always (laughs) worry how common are these disorders that are subtle and can go undetected and um you know but you can tell that something is happening in this individual, but you can't really pinpoint it because it's not so severe. How common is it?
1: Unfortunately, Patricia, it's um, it's more common than we would like to acknowledge. Um, just for an example, I'm uh, doing voluntary work at schools uh, around where I'm at, and one of the foundation phase. Dep- departmental head said to me that they 've got one um, dyslexic child um, in you know in the group grade right? one two three and um, one two and three, and that is unfortunately not possible <laughs> um, we know um, we don't have a specific statistics in South Africa unfortunately, um, but if you work with the people that um, and see children and work with children on a regular basis, it must be anything between ten percent and twenty percent. So there cannot be just one child that uh, is that uh is dyslexic um in, in that cohort. So um there's a lot of children that goes undetected uh undetected but but and this is very important to me. Having said that, um Psychology is moving um, more away from diagnosing Uh, because, like, like, say, for instance, dyslexia, um, it's not any more a specific learning um, disability. It's on a spectrum. So, um, you know, it's very difficult to say that this child um, has definitely have dyslexia. There's a, there's a huge, um, chance. But I think where we must, uh, focus on is, is this child coping? Um, is this child functioning, um, in, in, in their, um, environment? And that's what we need to, um, to look at. And if this child is not functioning well, um and then, in a the school setting, it's obviously um can they study um do they um, you know pro- uh, pr- uh, proceed uh, in their schooling and if that is not the case, then we must go and and have a look um what what is wrong um because you know uh, early symptoms in ADHD, for instance um it's the things that a lot of people already know. It's um, you know, having a short attention span of um making careless mistakes, uh, or appearing forgetful or losing things. Um, all those um symptoms. But if that ADHD um specifically, um it can be that the child is anxious. Um You know, uh, uh, making careless mistakes can be a temperament. You know, you you get these um, children that are very, um, that are so impulsive. They just rush in. Um, Or was there trauma? So um, what we must really advocate for is that there must be people, uh, professional people um, in schools. So that they can have a look at what these, uh, why these children are not uh, functioning well. <laughs>
0: Uh, Dr. Detoyd, you know, when you're saying um, psychology is no longer wanting to diagnose but seeing that it's a broad spectrum, does that then mean that for children who might have uh, conditions like ADHD um, they wouldn't be given medications to cope with it? Because I remember at some point, maybe let's say about 10 years ago, it was so popular for little ones to be given treatment for ADHD so they can cope in class, of which I, I personally was not for, but I'm not being a medical professional, I didn't want to meddle in such things
1: yeah um it's still done uh, patricia um the the big the bite was on Ritalin. Um and it really impacts on the child's um functionality and and a lot of parents didn't like it because they say you know it changed the the child's personality. Um, because it works on the brain. But what we have these days are programs um, to deal with the cognition of of children, and and that is what's so important. You know, the uh, research, uh, brain research or neuropsychology research are having an absolute boom. And, um, uh, you know, increasingly we uh, realize how very, very, very important the brain is. And um, you know the, the most fantastic thing about the brain is that uh, um, it's, it's plasticity. Um, earlier years, we believed that uh, you are born with a certain amount of uh, potential, um and now we know that you can really stretch that potential if you work with the brain, you can train the brain. Um, and that is why it's so important for children with ADHD or ADD, um, you know, that, that haven't uh, got the specific um, um, attention-seeking uh, behavior, Um is that one can, one can address the behavior um, of the child um, through cognition. So a um, very, very um, fantastic program um, is the Instrumental Enrichment Program um, that was developed by uh, Ruben Feuerstein. For instance, this is just an example. Um, of how you can train the child um, to, with various um, new neurological pathways in the brain, to um, address things like um, you know uh, emotions that they can't regulate or um, behaviour that is not socially um, acceptable um from a very young age and that could that could address various um yeah I can say symptoms um, let, me, let me rather uh, we look at behavior of of a person right um that, that is when we can say oh my goodness you know this this is not really really right the only way that we can see this is is behavior And behavior um, is influenced by your effect or your feelings or your emotions and your cognition, the the way that you think. So if we can train how you um, regulate your emotions and if we can train you how to think logically or um, more systematic or more... um, you know, with with a plan uh, how to regulate my emotions, things like that, um, one can address these things much better than with medication
0: mm. Now there's one disorder that I'd like you to take us through and explain what are the signs, symptoms and how do they translate in uh, adulthood and that's oppositional uh, defiant disorder ODD
1: Oh, yeah. that's that's very difficult to work with, and I um, I must, um, from the beginning, say I'm not a, an expert on that. I work mainly with uh, children, and um, the things that I look at um, are ADHD, uh, IDD, um, dyslexia, um, anxiety, and um, depression in children, um, because... You know, that's what I wanted to say in the uh, in the beginning. Um, I I work mainly with uh people who are functioning relatively well. Um you know, those um uh, pathologies come out um really very strongly. And I'm not speaking about that. Um because, you know, you said in the beginning in your in your intro. That you will see this person has got, you know, some of the behaviour is a little bit as if there's uh, something not hundred percent white, um, and they go undetected. Um, uh, Psychosis and um, really bad psychological um, illnesses uh, you will definitely pick up because that is uh, is really extreme. So I'm I'm only focusing on you know the people that are in mainstream school, for instance, and um, that are sitting in our classes um, in in mainstream schools that are really uh, a problem for teachers. And some are uh, can be diagnosed as, as dyslexic, and they go throughout life uh, without being uh assist it or saying that um let's let's put you through a program so that you can learn how to learn so that you can learn strategies on how to address your um deficits if I can if I can call it that.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the ADHD in adults, how hmm. does it come across? I mean, here we started off the show um, when Amanda and I were having a discussion. Her, both her and I were like, you know, we've never been diagnosed, but you could swear that some of the signs are, are there. You know, in our in the way we conduct ourselves in our careers, in our relationships, and so on. And here we are calling you Natalie instead of Melinda. Um, I do five things at the same time, <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll be checking out WhatsApps. SMSs, talking to you, talking to the producer, listening to everyone, (laughs) and still never skipping a beat. So how does ADHD translate to us as adults?
1: Yeah, that's, um, you know, usually it's it's exactly like you say. Um, You know, um, I don't want to say that you calling me Natalie uh, is careless, but, you know, um, because your brain is on various uh, tasks, um, some detail slips through. So, um, a typical a typical things um, that adults have. Um, I don't really like the word symptoms, but for a lack of a better word, let, let's call it the symptoms of ADHD in in, in adults. Um, uh, it's it's very much uh, something like an inability to focus or prioritize. So if you need to plan um, specifically, you, I know that it's very nice to say that I can multitask, but our brain works in such a way that your quality of work will be better if you focus specifically on a specific task. Um, so that is something uh, the, the person cannot um, focus Specifically, they're usually restless. Um, You know these people that can't sit still for for for, uh, a long time. They they're a little bit edgy. Um, They it's difficult for them to keep quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, because their life energy is very quick, they. Tend to be a little bit, um, or not little bit, extremely impatient with other people. You know, you want to, uh, everybody to be as quick as you are. And then forgetfulness uh, that goes hand in hand with the with the lack of focus, um, and then lack of attention to details, uh, things like that. But I, again, <laughs> I want to. Um, Kate, for a, a view um, that we must have, that we must ask ourselves. Um, like you, Patricia, you are obviously doing very well, although things uh, fall down the wayside or whatever, you are definitely functioning quite well. So if you are functioning, Um, because I know there's listeners out there who might say, oh my goodness, I've got this and I've got this, you know, I'm now very worried. Um, And if we look at, um, you know, um, having a short attention span, um, appearing forgetful, um, excessive talking, being unable to wait uh, your turn, acting without thinking, people might sit there and say, oh my word, and Am I ADHD or ADD? Um, and and I, I want to advocate for for um, looking at this differently. Um, it's very important for every person to know themselves, and especially how your thinking is. How do you think? Um, and you can use some of that, Patricia, I think you know that's why you are where you are um that you can use some of these sort of in in inverted commas um say symptoms to your advantage mm. um, so I think one should one should start there. But if you feel um, like you've said in your intro, I've heard that you said you um, you regroup and you people like you burn out, and obviously that that will happen. You will need to take some time because you are doing just too much. It's true. Um, it's true. So what you need to do is to um, study your thinking patterns. And to get um, at a stage where you know how to mediate, if I can use that word, uh, your thinking. And that, unfortunately, takes some time. And um, although you can do it yourself, it's, it's always very nice to have somebody like a life coach or... You know, I, I, I don't think everybody needs to run to a psychologist because they are very expensive, and um, it's if you are coping, that's not really necessary. Um, but to to learn yourself and teach yourself how your thinking is.
0: Now, if you're in um, a relationship, uh, Dr. Tutoit, and. Both of you have adult ADHD. How can this affect or impact on your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, asking, I'm asking from
1: experience here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would advise um, a definite um, session or sessions. Even you can do it yourself, you know, sitting down. Um, and I know that that might be very difficult for both of you, but take a um, a retreat weekend um, sit down and think about the way that you are thinking about things. Um, look at your perceptions of things. Um, you see if if you come to me, I would sit down with you because it's not. And that's what my, my point in the beginning. It's not as simple as to say, okay, Patricia, you've got um, ADHD and we need to work on that. I would rather say you you battle in your re- relationship because you, because you are both running and you cannot get to each other if you are both running. And if you are both running so fast um, you will burn out and you won 't burn out at the same time, um, so while the one is running, the other one is actually craving support, and the other way around obviously um, so what will be very important is to sit down and say um, what what makes me um, you know so um, driven?" to do four, five, six, seven things um at a time? Is it is it um uh, something I'm I'm just some sucking here, um something like a low self esteem, say so for instance, uh and I want to prove myself. is is that it? So uh my whole um argument here is that you should get to know yourself and if especially your thinking patterns, Um, how you think. Um, That is... You know that um, cognition, uh, that is the way that we think, and emotion are two sides of the same transparent coin. You cannot control your emotion if you cannot... Uh, be still and think about the thinking process. And um, everybody that listens tonight can try this. If you feel that your emotions are is, is sort of overtaking you, um, shift that to thinking. Um, you know, um, absolutely consciously ask yourself, think about how you feel right now. You know, ask yourself questions because the moment that you ask yourself questions, um, the energy moves to the front of your brain, um, the prefrontal cortex, and that's where your logic sits. So, and then that is the way that you, uh, that's one of the ways that you can regulate your emotions. So, everything, um, you know, all um, these, we've seen children, that stopped with their medication, Uh, children with ADHD, for instance, that stopped with their medication, done a program where they've learned how to regulate their emotions and how to um, take uh, a cognitive view on their emotions. And and they're small. They're small. It sounds very... um, they're grown up, but but they're small. They they seven eight years uh, seven years old, eight years old, and they learn how to think about their behavior. They learn how to think about their feelings and their emotions, and they learn how to uh, control them without medication. But it it takes time. It takes time. But I'm a I'm a avid av- av- um. Advocate for uh, people need need to learn how they think. Um, yeah, I'm I'm busy with a with an article at the moment on xenophobia, where um, I try to show how trauma um, influences the brain and how many of uh, our people in South Africa are traumatised. And if you are traumatized, you cannot study you cannot learn you cannot be um you cannot think logically um so you know if we can um I think there should be in every community there should be somebody who can organize um parent uh get togethers.
0: Oh, okay, it seems something went wrong with our line. We've just lost uh, Dr. Um, uh, Linda Detoit. Um, maybe we should just wrap up our conversation and uh, prepare for the next one. So it's very clear that uh, these... Um, Um, Subtle disabilities and disorders like dyslexia, ADHD, ODD do exist in our communities in our midst and not all of them require for us to uh, take medication, but they do need intervention by how we think, what we eat and the likes. But obviously, if you do feel that you need help for yourself or your child, please make sure you get professional assistance. We are going to be talking about the employment rate in South Africa. You can join in on this conversation on 86 two zero three two